Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by yoga teacher and dog mom Erica Bracken. Hello. Hello, Louise. Um, hello from very sunny, warm Lisbon. I love that. When did you get there? I got here on the 1st of May and I'm here until the 1st of July with my darling little girl, Fig, who is not a child. She's actually um, a dog. I love that. Um, so we're here. This is our second time visiting Lisbon for a spell. I also work in Peora, so we do a bit of remote working. We can work from wherever wherever mm-hmm. I am. Which, um, which is handy. So yeah, so we are. But this is why we're talking. So I think a lot of people love to get dogs. I have a dog myself. But when it comes to it and you want to go on holidays, it can be a bit tricky as to what you do with the dog. Like who do you give it to or where do they go? But in your case, you've actually found a way to bring Fig with you. Yeah, absolutely. So I have, so as I said, this is my second time traveling to Lisbon. And the last time as well, I flew with her in the cabin. So um, I had to do a lot of research, I guess, around the topic, because I think coming from Ireland, it's not something we see often. Um, like once you kind of start delving into it and all the individual airlines that that allow it, it's much more common on the continent throughout Europe, um, particularly in Eastern European countries, etc. It's very ordinary practice, whereas um, there's a few little hurdles to overcome. So like I suppose the first thing is what country you're flying in and out of. So for example, you cannot fly into the UK with a dog, no matter what airline you're with, no matter what type of dog, what weight it is, there's just a hard and fast rule. Um, whereas from Ireland, it depends then on which airline you're flying with. So Ryanair, Aer Lingus do not allow it, full stop. Um, and this is all now for in the cabin. There, There's def- different rules then for the hold, but mm-hmm. I guess... For me, anyway, with Fig, I was I did not want to put her in the in the hold. It just seems a bit I don't know a the, little bit out of my control. So yeah, I and there's was, a lot more to it then because then they have to go in for quarantine and there's a it's a whole yeah. big ordeal as yeah. well then as well. well. Genuinely, as, like I'll get on to like this is such a straightforward process. Um, once you kind of get into once you kind of know what you need to know, it's very easy to do. So as I said, only certain airlines. So you have to kind of pick an airline that does it and fly to a country that allows it. So in my case, I flew with TAP Portugal. They're like Portuguese national airline to Lisbon, straight from Dublin. And essentially it's as easy as booking on a bag. You just call the airline, you book your ticket and you say, oh, um, also I'm bringing you a dog. And they'll be like, okay, what weight is the dog? And you'll say whatever it is. And they'll each airline has their own um, specific dimensions for the, the carrier bag that they must go in when they're on the plane. And then they're like, okay, that's, I think it was like 65 or 70 euro each way. It's just literally like adding on an extra bag um, and no bother. And like the likes of Tap Air, they do it so often that the airline staff don't bat an eyelid when they see you. (laughs) They're like stressed to the nines, worried about it. And they're just like, oh, you dog. Okay, great. And on to the next question. Um, So like, I think it's just so unusual for us because we, um, we're not used to it. Absolutely. when I fly with tap, like there might be a couple of cats on the plane. It could be a dog, you know, and there, there are, um, I think most airlines have like a capacity. They'll be like, okay, we only take three dogs per (laughs) flight, et cetera. So it is advised to book ahead. Um, and like, I guess I should say before you book your dog on the plane, they obviously need to, they need to get a passport and it's very cute and it's blue and it has little you know European Union stars on it and stuff so and it says pet passport on it and you can choose to put a picture of them in it if you wish oh. which I haven't availed of and I need to get on that 
Um, Is it but, difficult? Do you need a lot of information for the passport? Not really. Like the, the kind of key thing, obviously you need to go to your vet and get a checkup. They need to have all their vaccinations. And critically, one of the things that they need to get is a rabies vaccine. So that's not part of the usual set of vaccines mm-hmm. that a dog would get. So you can't assume that your dog has it and go into your vet and you're flying next week and get it they'll need to have had the the rabies vaccine so that's just kind of one extra hoop you need to jump through and then just before you fly then with her the week of um you just go in for a little checkup and they just kind of you know they tick a box and say look she's all good um and then depending on the country you're flying back from you might need to get a worming tablet you know if you're flying home but you know that's no big no big deal but once you have your pet passport you book with the correct airline get your ticket i suppose the other hurdle then is the weight. So most airlines will be will only allow dogs under eight kg mm-hmm. the hold, and there are some that allow up to twelve. Um, but it's a little bit more obscure airlines that probably wouldn't fly from Ireland as commonly. Um, whereas the likes of TAP and um, Portugal, KLM, Air France, all allow dogs in the cabin, and I think they're all eight kg. So that's just one thing people have to be mindful of, but um otherwise like it's actually it's quite a straightforward streamlined process because when you're in the airport they're allowed to walk around on a lead you don't need to keep them in the bag so I generally just walk the legs off her for every spare minute before the flight so she's nice and tired before she gets on um there is actually a little service dog relief area in um t2 in Dublin airport amazing um yeah it's like it's, it's essentially a, a you know a shoe covered with a piece of fake grass in it but, <laughs> but it does the trick <laughs> nevertheless it's there of course she didn't avail of the, of the space while he had it she just kind of held it in for oh, the time somehow little angel um but then yeah it's once you get on the plane then you have to keep them in the carrier and strictly the bag is supposed to be similar to a piece of hand luggage you know, like the, the right dimensions to fit underneath you know by your feet they're underneath the seat and they're supposed to stay there okay. but in my experience at least they've always allowed me to keep her on my lap in the bag um and I've had the little window open I mean put my arm in kind of just rub her and once she, like she's so like the two of us are is you know we're we're clung to each other she's really on my lap yeah. asleep as we um as we speak um once she's on my lap she's happy out so generally it's more stressful for me than it is for her <laughs> because I'm so worried that I suppose it's, you know what I I suddenly have this empathy with people who travel with kids and I I'm not being this person that says is saying a dog is <laughs> the same with kids I have the slightest um you know grasp of what parents must go through now when they're flying with kids because it's the unknown isn't it it's yeah. like all these other extra bits that you suddenly yeah. need to think of and have and be yeah, aware and it's, of it's, it's kind of like you know will she kick off will suddenly she just not want to be there or you know will there be another dog across the aisle and or when I was flying the last time she was perfect on the way over even despite the fact that we were an additional three hours on the runway because of the delay she was still perfect but on the way back you know flight was on time you know two and a half hours no problem but there was two kids across the way from her with um Rice, rice cakes, you know, the oh, yeah, food. Yeah. 
that was it then like the whole trip I was like I'm driving it's okay it's okay calm down <laughs> uh, so it just it just depends they said if you know it's like a, a child you just don't know what what how they're going to turn up on the day um there is the, of course the option to get like a mild sedative I haven't done that with her yet but wouldn't be against it because I've, I've heard it's like it just literally they don't fall asleep from it they're just a little bit more relaxed yeah which well, might be a bad thing if the dog is a little stressed with it yeah, exactly. And I know you can get um, CBD oil as well for dogs. Um, mm-hmm, right. So that could be another option as well. I know people give that to their dogs just in general if they are a little bit anxious or have, you know, um, you know, when dogs get anxious when they're away from their owners for a while and things like this. So there's lots of options. But all in all, I'm trying to think, is that... Um, it's a pretty simple protocol really it sounds well yeah when you kind of delve into it like there's a lot of mystery about it because i think the airlines that we fly with most commonly so Aer Lingus and Ryanair don't allow it full stop so i think we're just not used to it whereas i was um like so as i said i flew tap from dublin no bother i saw a dog going into cork airport flying klm to amsterdam the other day um, so I think it's it's like you know that thing where you're getting a new car and suddenly you see that car everywhere. Absolutely. It's now that yeah. I've flown with a dog, I see dogs everywhere at the airport, and I I, I could have sworn I've never seen a dog at the airport before that. Because um, <laughs> now every time I go to an airport, I'm like, oh, there's another dog. Oh, there's a dog. Um, but yeah, no, it is. You do get a, a few strange looks now going around Dublin Airport with a dog on a leash. People are just a bit taken aback by it because we're so not used it, to it. Yeah. It, it, it definitely is and like an, a little known thing that you can do and obviously look I'm coming here for you know two months this time a month the last time so I do think it's probably for suitable for, for longer trips mm-hmm. um, and also like kind of a sideline to this is that you can also get the ferry with them and you can also get the ferry now from Ireland to Spain and things like that so if your dog is a little bit bigger um you know, you can go to France, you can go to Spain, you can obviously drive then from Spain down into Portugal or whatever it is. So like, that's another another option for people if their dog is over AKG or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so there is a lot of options for people when it comes to their dogs. Because uh, I think before we wouldn't have even thought of it, whereas now yeah. there is options to us for sure. But, like, you know what? Like when I got her, I wanted a small dog because I wanted to be able to bring her everywhere. And since yeah. she's a puppy, like if I'm going somewhere, I would do my best to bring her. And Ireland is definitely getting there in terms of being more accommodating for dogs. In in Lisbon, they're very good. Like I can bring her everywhere. Um, and there's dog parks and it's just super friendly for her here like she's great company um like so many other dogs in the in the parks and things like that and I bring her into restaurants and cafes every day and she sits by my feet or on my lap and good as gold so like obviously that kind of social socialization aspect getting them used to crowds getting them used to other dogs um like I've been traveling with her in a crate in the back of the car since she was a puppy and she's no bot she, she just falls asleep for the whole thing so I think that's a, that's an important aspect of as well I suppose is you know not expecting maybe an older dog who isn't as well socialized to for it to run so smoothly with um whereas if you have a puppy and you're kind of hoping for them to be an extension of your life um, in all aspects then definitely thinking of how you can kind of make you know, make it a more streamlined process from the get-go just in terms of their kind of, um, like, on saying that now, she's not, like, she definitely has an attitude. Um, <laughs> All the little ones do. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. She's half, um, 
chihuahua half jack russell so she has a set of lungs on her yeah but um overall like she's very good and then obviously when you come to a place then you can filter accommodation to when you're searching to, to find somewhere that's pet friendly so for example i'm staying in an airbnb here for um the time i'm here and i was able to search on airbnb with a filter so only pet friendly accommodation showed up amazing um, yeah yeah the, the same in ireland you can you can do the same whenever i'm, I'm traveling i would bring her to airbnbs and things like that in ireland so it is getting yeah, easier to to do it it is you know what like your options are lesser you know it, as soon as you click the filter it, you know mm-hmm. tw- you know 50 percent of them disappear <laughs> off the page but in general like it, it is an option and as i said like ireland and elsewhere is getting more and more dog friendly and like i guess you know you'd you'd see dogs in every other aspect of life now so like why not on a plane too like it's um it's just you know another extension of of our kind of of the life of them yeah yeah exactly absolutely so you do put some of the um the travels up on your instagram what's the handle for that so my instagram is erica so e-r-i-c-a underscore bracken um, b-r-a-c-k-e-n Amazing. Erica, thank you so much for coming on all the way from Lisbon to tell us all about it. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, Have a lovely evening.